And instead, we'll build sex robots. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> I hate the touch of human flesh. <laughs> this is going to be the intro, just clips. Yeah, I knew, I knew you now. were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, and welcome to this week's edition of BPM Pod. Oh God, I sound tired already, I can tell. I'm Ashley. <laughs> I'm Ashley. Thanks for coming. Oh, God, I just sound really miserable. Thanks for your presence. No, I'm Ashley. And uh, obviously opposite me is the wonderful Cruz. Yeah. I'm going to put that in. <laughs> <laughs> I got it as an app on my phone. Can use it all the time next week. Yes, thank you. Hello, everybody. My name is Chris. <laughs> What's your favorite color? It is green. It is. Oh, green. Ah, oh, good choice. I think mine's yeah. yellow. But anyway, yellow. I never met a guy who's into yellow. Well, I don't. Know, I've never seen you wear yellow. I no, that's true. Actually, I don't wear much yellow. But um, I'll, I'll wear some yellow stuff when I come over. Some underpants. It'd be lovely. <laughs> Great. <laughs> if you didn't know, Chris and I are going to meet next week for like the first time in over a year. Um, well One over year? a year. Yeah. Well over a year now. Yeah, even before COVID. Like... Even before COVID, we met in person at a gig. Jesus Christ, we haven't met in person for like three years. Yeah, I think it was 2019, oh, wow. the, the, the Cassiopeia show. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> what has happened? been a while like way too long so we're going to meet in person and do the next episode in person and it's going to be a long rambly one where we probably just talk shit for yeah. a long time <laughs> so um that's going to be that so if you want to listen to what could be the best or worst podcast episode look out for that it's coming up um chris you've been carrying the show though you did your nice solo one the other day about yes uh, the jingle how was that did it feel all weird it did at first, and then I got used to it, and now it feels less weird. But whenever I do that again, it's it's, it's gonna feel weird again. So I don't know how you did that for years. Because I love the sound of my own voice, so all right. easy. That's, no, that's a good reason. <laughs> no, 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 I really don't. But I do like talking to myself, because it's the only person who listens. So I kind of get used to it. <laughs> God, I mean, I sound like I'm in a really miserable mood this week. <laughs> But I'm really not. Um, what have we got coming up on today's show? We're going to talk a little bit about what we've been listening to. Of course, we'll end with the Desert Island playlist, as always. No guest this week. We're going to catch up with you, Chris, about some gigs you've been doing as well, which is going to be lovely. Mm. And you've prepared a challenge for me. Can you just explain what this challenge is? Yes. Um, so I figured since we are kind of the self-proclaimed uh tattletales of of the music scene and, and uh, uh, like we always talk about how nothing is real anymore on recordings and you can basically cheat with anything and play any instrument you like with just a click of a key uh i thought maybe i'll test Ash ashley's hearing and see if he can distinguish real guitar pedals from digital ones and midi recordings from from actual played stuff and so he's basically during the 
what's that uh, the test way check if a, if an android can uh, has emotions is it the, the Turing, Turing test, test. yes yeah. so we're doing that for music with you nice and i mean there's two purposes of it one is to kind of show what we've talked about before that the some of the sort of midi clips today and just things you can do digitally are so good that you don't necessarily need to be a music snob about things anymore and be like, oh, well, yeah. I need this exact pedal that costs $500 and all this crap. Uh, because you can replicate it pretty easily. But the main point is to embarrass me and, uh, <laughs> and how bad I'm going to be at this feature because we're going to be pretty shit. But there we go. Never mind. And I think you'll do fine. And I think we already like uh, arrived at the conclusion. It just doesn't fucking matter anymore. Like it comes down to preference and that's totally it. Yeah. And then there's another feature that we're not going to do this time because I think you made a good point and we're going to save it. Um, where I'm going to challenge you to come up with guitar sounds of things yeah. that I like from different songs. And the ones I set for you, which we'll do on a future episode, probably when we meet, is the octaved guitar sound from Gold on the Ceiling by the Black Keys. There's just a little riff where he puts on the octave pedal and it sounds great. And then a sort of easy one, because most people can do this, I think just with a bit of chorus and stuff yeah. like that, is Nirvana Come As You Are, which isn't too difficult to, to do. But we'll see how well you replicate them with your um, Helix. Yeah, and it's actually like, because I uh, the, the Nirvana one, that one I got pretty quick, uh, quickly but the thing is like when you listen to official recordings there's a lot of engineering in there mm. and like the whole intro of comments you are i never really noticed because i wasn't like hearing uh, for it it's totally in stereo and with a bit mm. of uh, side wobble and reverb and whatnot so just with a mono pedal it's never going to sound like a hundred percent like the recording of course it doesn't because i don't have cobain's hands no that too I got them right here in my cover. That'd be weird. <laughs> Pull out these two arms. Yeah. <laughs> One's uh, still got a gun in it. <laughs> oh, man. Love it. Uh, so, yeah, that's going to be fun as well. And the octave sound is pretty hardcore. Uh, Let's kick it off. What have we been listening to? Chris, I can see what you've been listening to because you chucked it in the script. And yes. it's someone I haven't listened to for a really, really long time. Hell, yeah. It's uh, the Sum 41 with the Screaming Bloody Murder uh, album, which isn't a new one, which is, I think is pretty old. It's 2010, I think, or 29, yeah, 2009, I think. Uh, and it's super cool. Like, I um, I have it, like, I had it for, for many, many years uh, now, but there, like, whenever I'm in a certain mood, I always get that album out. And for me, that's like one of those perfect blends between punk and metal like where it's yeah it's just the best of both worlds and for this album especially they added like a like almost it's a concept album and they added a, like a piano to some of the songs and not just for like some accents or whatever but really as a as a very distinguishable instrument that gives the song songs a certain edge and i i think it's almost like it's being used as a kind of character uh, within the songs mm. and yeah man the songwriting is so good like it's nothing too crazy there is a bit of proggy stuff uh, here and there but just some 41 those those like guys one of those bands they, who can like write one good chorus after the other 
I'm mm. always like, man, mm. I wish I would have had that idea. Uh, mm. I don't know. The title track, Screaming Bloody Murder, is great. Scumfuck is awesome. Jessica Kills is probably my favorite uh, of the album. The, the slower songs are cool as well. There are some garage rock tracks on there as well. So good. I don't even think like it's super hyped by by some forty one fans. I've somewhere I've read that because they had issues with their label, there wasn't much promo and it was delayed a couple of times, so it didn't get the attention it deserved. But for the diehard fans, it's always been like a, a gem with a special place in their hearts. And mm. yeah, I, I I love it. That's a, that's one of the, the 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 albums that you can blast on full volume in a car and you feel like super cool. Mm. And so, so yeah, <laughs> which you never are though. When other people yeah. look at you, you're like, no, I just look like an idiot. But who cares? <laughs> that's you when feel... I turn it even louder. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When the teens are pointing and laughing, I turn it up. Yeah, those motherfuckers just fuck your TikTok shit and let me listen to my rock, punk rock. Exactly. I have loads of stuff I've been listening to, so sorry. It's going to be a big old long list for a minute. Um, On the more sort of famed end of the spectrum, Sharon Van Etten had a new album out, um, and I got the title of the album wrong. It's called We've Been Going About This All Wrong, which I um, got got wrong when I wrote it down in the script. Um, I love Sharon Van Etten, this kind of semi-electronic-influenced singer-songwriter stuff. Started off a bit folky a few years ago. The last album from a couple of years back, Remind Me Tomorrow, was one that she sort of took these slight electronic influences into after apparently, and I've mentioned this story before, a chance meeting with the actor Michael Serra, who's an electronic musician. We're not going to go into that now, um, believe it or not, as in Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Actor. Yeah, now I want to watch Superbad. So, oh, Superbad, exactly. Forgot about that. <laughs> um, anyway. And she did this one at home during lockdown, I guess, like most people have for the last two years. Um, And she did it in a shed at the bottom of the garden. And it's really nice. I don't think it's her best album um, at all. I think there's two or three on there that are a bit too poppy for my liking, quite honestly. However, I think it's an album that, considering when it was recorded, has quite a bit of hope in it. and. Her voice is completely different on this album to others. And this is because, as I heard from an interview with her the other day, she's been taking vocal lessons with a sort of choral choir singing teacher instead. So these sort of vocals are much more throaty, gutty, long extended sort of sounds rather than this typical head singer songwriter kind of, you know, bouncing along way of singing. So it's really different. And when I first listened to it, I thought, this isn't her. Like, this doesn't. What? This is someone else. Like, this isn't that. Uh, No, but it's good.
Uh, I've been listening to a bunch more stuff as well, and I'm only going to quickly run through them because this past week I put out a call for more uh, musicians to come and talk to us. If you do want to join this train of musicians, please do so. Just get in touch, Instagram, Facebook, blah, blah, blah. And a bunch of people came up and uh, sent me a huge list of music to put on the BPM pod Spotify playlist, which I added on. So you can check that out. There's some really cool stuff on there. And I've been listening to some of the upcoming guests we're going to have. So I'll quickly run through them. A bit of a teaser, but also a little bit of talk about their their music. Uh, We'll be speaking to a guy called Phileas. His real name is Matt. Uh, Goes under the artist uh, Phileas. Berlin-based singer-songwriter and loop artist who was born in France, grew up in Germany, but worked in England and the US. So nice little jumping around the globe there. Uh, Really nice stuff. He's not actually got a lot of stuff out soon, but he sent it to us on Facebook secretly. It's like a preview, so that was nice. So we need to review that when it comes out and get him on. Cool. Um, Reminds me a bit of uh, Father John Misty, and his voice sounds like Brandon Flowers of The Killers, actually. And I don't mean that like a bad thing. I mean, that's... Kind of cool. So um, anyway, good stuff. So I can't really recommend you check it out because there's not much out there. Um, But Phileas, P-H-I-L-E-A-S. He's still got bits on YouTube and acoustic performances and stuff. So have a look there. Do you believe there is hope for us? But I know that it's not going to be easy. I sometimes cannot believe anymore. But there's always a call that is leading me on through it all. Another guest we'll have coming up is someone called Mishka, M-I-S-H-K-A. Really wonderful Slovakian classical pianist, which is going to be completely different to the people we normally talk to. Um, so this is going to be nice, sort of neo-jazz classical uh, really complex piano patterns there, and it made me really, really jealous when I listened to it and realized. So, so need... someone who actually knows what the fuck he's doing. Exactly, rather than nice. me. Nice, like <laughs> it's 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 wonderful. So can't wait to talk to the uh, Mishka. That's going to be wonderful. Another band called Hollow Frames. Now, this one, you're going to love. I think already, I'm thinking Chris would dig this as soon as they sent this description. So the band is called Hollow Frames. The album is simultaneously the most boring album title I've ever heard, but also it's fantastic. Um, The Management of Forest Affairs. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I mean, it's cool, but it's awful. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like um, a like a progressive rock uh, concept album. Oh, you wait. You're gonna dig this. I'm sure. <laughs> it's a cinematic sci-fi musical journey into the depths of the mysterious forest, governed and investigated. 
by an ominous administration. <laughs> cool. It's like a prog rock uh, concept album a little bit, yeah. blended with bits of hip hop and bits of electronic music. It's really bizarre, but nice. I really, really liked it. And I immediately thought, Chris would like this. This is a bit sort of odd, but he'll like yeah. it. Yeah, cool. So they got in touch and really glad they did. Super looking forward to talking to them. couple more inspector as in in and then spectre like the james bond movie s-p-e-c-t-e-r uh only got a couple of songs new metal ish lenny kravitz ish but with a little bit of david bowie i guess thrown in uh their track settle down is out now and has quite a few plays on spotify worth listening to And finally, the Chi Away Project. I think I've said that right. Chi, C-H-E-E, and then the next word is Away or Avai. A-W-A-I. Is that Avai or Away? Cool guy. William Chi Avai. Sorry if we've destroyed your name, Will, but um, thank you for sending this over. And uh, 27-year-old Berlin-based musician, but he's from Sweden. Yay! <laughs> so, uh, gonna definitely have to talk to him. Uh, kind of a busking vibe, a bit roots ish music as well. A bit hard to pin down. It's a bit folk, it's a bit rock, it's a bit experimental, and it's a bit flamenco. Um, if you imagine sort of going through Red Dead Redemption, probably after you've hijacked a train or something, you could imagine this, mu- this music in the background. It's nice. kind of like chugging along, like yeah. that kind of thing. It, it's it's really got this like wild western vibe to it, but I liked it. It was, it was different. Um, so we're going to talk to them at all. So Chi Avai Project Inspector Hollow Frames Mishka and Phileas, they're all going to be upcoming guests. We're going to be busy, Chris. Cool, love it. Now, Chris. Yes. Gig time. Yes. Tell us, you've been on the gig train. You went to a gig and then you did some gigs. 
Which yes. one do you want to start with? Uh, the one I went to. Go for it. Who was it? Okay, it was Dive. We finally, I, you will, but uh, manage to to catch them in live. August. August, I do. Yeah. Oh, in August. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, they've they've been to Berlin uh, now. Finally, last time they were, it was I think two years ago, and I missed them. I, and I don't even re- remember why. So I, fi- yeah, I finally saw them, and it was okay. <laughs> like I really, I've I've waited. Like in total, I think for five years to see them because I first heard of them when I was in my first apartment and that's now five years gone. And yeah, and it was, yeah, and it was okay. Like I don't, I can't really say that much because I almost figured before that the sound would be weird because of the whole uh, lots and lots of reverb stuff on the guitar that like literally never translates well live because of the actual room reverb like they played in uh columbia club uh, which is not that large a venue mm. but still large enough to have some reverb and it wasn't packed uh i mean lots of people were there but still i don't think it was sold out so lots of reverb reverberation and couple that with <laughs> three delays and three reverbs per instrument and you got a whole lot of cloudy, misty, washy guitar sound. Mm, mm. And sometimes that was like, you couldn't really hear anything. And then the vocals came in with even more reverb on them, <laughs> especially on the older stuff. They played lots uh, from the uh, from the Ocean album. Mm. Uh, is how, how you, I think that's how you pronounce it, right? Ocean or something Ocean, like that? yeah, yeah, that one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they even started the, like the, the the first instrumental track was the opener and and all the stuff. They didn't play my favorite song, which is the first one from the Is the Is R album, and I always forget what it's called. Out oh, of mind. Oh Jesus! Out of mind. Yeah, and yeah. Um, my favorite one is the one they did play, which is after, which is um, Under the Sun. Because yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, I like that one as well. didn't really super enjoy the newer stuff but i i went in there knowing that like it's so grungy and so fuzzy and like you really had the feeling it like two 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 worlds collided the the Mm. the 80s synth pop almost style old stuff and then the dirty grungy punky newer stuff and it had of course it had a lot more energy and peeps actually started started to to open up a little mosh pit (laughs) Mm. And there was was some like crowd surfing going on, uh, but but still like didn't really like I I didn't go out of the venue and was like oh my god that was that was the best thing ever. I was like oh, that was good and it was cool, but yeah, not really, 
didn't super hype me and I, I thought to myself I'd rather see them again as an opening act to someone else What else have you been doing gig-wise? You've been gigging. Yeah, I've been gigging. I've been playing two shows, a smaller one and a bigger one. And the smaller one was a kind of for, for family, friends thingy, solo thingy gig. Mm. Um, a good friend of mine, his dad turned 60. And uh, <laughs> his dad is a total, total organization talent. He was like, "Oh man, I went to a party last week, and there were live music. There was live music, and I love it. And um, can you ask your friend Chris if he could play two to three hours uh, wow. in, in, in two weeks?" Sure. And 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 he asked me that. My friend, I was like, "I wish I could." I mean. There are actual bands who, who do that, and they have like their, their huge catalog of of, of songs yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah. and everything. But it, just me now, no way. And so I I told him I could do maybe half an hour, and uh, we figure some songs out that Dad likes and whatnot. And we did that, and it was pretty cool. Um, I usually do not like to play cover gigs, but for a friend, uh, that's that's totally fine. I've known him for almost. I think 20 years now yeah mm -hmm. and like the family was always super nice to me and stuff so I learned some uh, Neue Deutsche Welle German songs uh, some classic rock uh, Hotel California uh, for example of um, course of course yeah and, and one song I even rewrote the lyrics for the dad because the dad is actually pretty cool as a uh, motherfucker he also a book author and has his own company and really interesting dude so i was able to get loads of info from google and could rewrite the lyrics and i'm really good at writing funny lyrics containing actual facts if i have something to research mm. and dude um the, like the, the song i wrote the lyrics on top uh, was we didn't start the fire yeah 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 um, there's a, the there's an actual German version that uh, Otto Walkers, he's a comedian, one of the best known comedians of Germany of all time. He did that uh, with names of booze. Ah, but, nice. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's uh, wir haben Grund zum Feiern, so we got we got a reason to party. It's, it's, um, mm -hmm. Mm. And he like just goes on about all those um, booze names and beer names. And so I rewrote those lyrics again for his dad. And dude, I gotta tell you, like every joke landed. And I was so proud of myself. Like, even the last one where I was like, uh, I don't really like that joke, but it gives the whole thing, like, this final touch. That mm. one got the best reaction of all. And I had this, you know, you if you're doing a show, you have to do one thing's right. The first song and the last song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, the middle is... Basically, if you don't fuck up super gives a bad, fuck. yeah, really, you it's really the same have with to most things, screw meetings, up. anything. Just enter well, exit well. No one gives yeah. a fuck about anything else. Yeah, and that totally worked. Like I really, I really got. It. I was like, yes, it was great. 
and I even got ten bucks more for that. So <laughs> oh, sweet! Nice. <laughs> nice hang on, so tip. was it a solo solo gig or the band? Yeah, no, it's just me, just me and acoustic guitar. Oh, that's rare. Not very often we get to see a Chris acoustic session. Yeah, and I don't like it. <laughs> oh, I fucking love it. Like, yeah, I mean, I could go for more, but oh, I don't know, I don't know. It's like you said then. Um, oh, there's these people that can just have this huge catalog of covers they just play. I'm like, that's my entire music career until this point. <laughs> it's like that's yeah. just it. Just covers, just Hotel California, Sultans of Swing, and. Whatever <laughs> yeah. other Dire Straits, Eagles, Queen, Who, Rolling Stones song you want to hear, but that's great, that's and I I, I, res- I totally respect that. Like it's not it's not that I'm like playing it down or anything. It's just oh, I am. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> you, I'm you playing shouldn't. it down. But there we go. That but it was cool. fun. You had a nice time, and it yeah, was by it this was like so. windmill or something. No, no, that was the next one. Ah, there's another one. Yeah, that was the that was the like quote unquote actual gig we played. Um, that happened last week, and we got invited by the father of a, a drummer from another band who played with us um, oh, back nice. two years ago when we played together in a battle of the bands thingy. And he liked us so much, he was like going to his son, the drummer. Uh, so sorry, son, but those guys were better than you. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. So wait, wait, wait. Did 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 they win the Battle of the Bands contest? Or? I think I think they did. I don't wow. even remember it. They were cool the daddy's like, gotta learn, kid. Yeah. They, you weren't good. Like But he's a he's you, a good drummer. You won, but you you're not the deserved winner. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Like, wow. Yeah. So they wanted to wanted us to do this. They had like a almost a private festival thingy going uh they were celebrating multiple birthdays as well as um i don't know if if there's a similar concept in britain it's called jugendweihe in, in germany it's like the point the threshold where you cross from being a child to a teenager and there is a there is a christian version of that it's a confirmation yeah confirmation yeah yeah so that's pr- uh, basically the uh, <laughs> the the atheist version of that is uh, mm. jugendweihe um it, it for the most part you're 14 years old and you get a shit ton of money for yeah. no reason sweet <laughs> it's that super sounds, awesome sounds pretty cool <laughs> i don't i like i don't know how much the times changed but when i was 14 um usually you would get a thousand bucks that was wow yeah yeah, yeah, what? yeah. that's and that was super common like of course there were the fucking rich kids who got two to three hundred bucks more but the general area where you would end up with 1000 bucks just because you're 14 now and people could technically call you sir or madam and they paid you as well you made the 14 year old pay for you right no 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 the, the, the we so were should have done. on on, a, <laughs> on a, we played the first night with another band and those was uh, this was the night for the for the birthdays for the for the older peeps and most of them were like actual metalheads and rockers so you could see all those guys were on festivals for the last 30 years and it was pretty like pretty cool i mean at a point you really noticed okay this is this isn't a concert this is still a birthday and people don't want to now listen one and a half hours to a band they maybe do not know they want to talk to each other haven't seen each other in god knows how long because of covid and whatever uh still the cool thing was that they asked us to well basically they allowed us to play for however long we wanted 
because they were mm. like okay here there are a lot of music fans here we like love your music just do whatever the fuck you want and we'll there's a stage here and there's some like there's a pa system and you bring your stuff and then you do what you do uh, so we could actually we played almost 20 songs uh, wow nice yeah that was good i think we were like an hour and 15 minutes on stage so that was cool nice. like, it was good practice and of course we got to eat and we got to sleep there and we got shit a lot of drinks and whatever so all in all cool cool thingy we did should have made the 14 year old pay for you though i mean he's getting a thousand bucks <laughs> i see that now <laughs> i mean and he should have and that's fair you could have beaten him up for the money as well and the dad <laughs> the dad probably would have gone yeah well he was better than you just fucking hand it over like, yeah. come on, motherfucker. <laughs> like, like probably would have been like yeah go on hit him harder yeah <laughs> <laughs> make him learn his fucking lesson <laughs> Little shit. <laughs> what are we calling this feature? Midi or not midi? That is the question. Is all I came up with thus far. I, I like that, but there's like there's so there's much other MIDI. stuff now in here as well with like pedals and stuff. So it's not all about the midis anymore. No. It's not all about the midis anymore. It's probably also a good title. So um, <laughs> we're going to keep that. Yeah, whatever. I I don't you you. You'll figure something out. Okay. It, uh, for now, it is kind of fact or fiction-y. So I'm going to insert the fact or fiction jingle here. Uh, okay, cool. Hit it. Fact or fiction. Fact or fiction. Hit me with this. Explain what you're going to do and uh, how, how set this up. Okay, so we are talking lots and lots about virtual instruments, real instruments, performances that have been either played in or tapped in via mouse and keyboard. Um, we have been talking about real analog pedals as well as digital pedals and whatnot. And we always try to like spread the word that it really doesn't matter as long as it sounds good, I would say. Would you agree? I agree. And let's just say, it really doesn't matter as long as it sounds good to you, even. Yes. Uh, if, and if other people tend to like it, that's a bonus. But ultimately, find your own sound and enjoy it. Like, fuck right. everyone else. If, it, like, if, you pu if you're purely after uh, what sounds good, like there's, uh, there are a lot of reasons right now to go for the digital versions or mini <gasps> clips or whatever. But of course, as we are artists, there is always a bit of romanticism uh, in there as well. And sometimes it's just, even if something sounds better, it might not feel better to put exactly. into a track or whatever. Or we talked loads about digital amps and like the real thing that's in your home and makes your uh, balls jiggle because of the loudness and whatnot. So... Uh, yeah, um, I, we kind of cooked up a challenge where I... No, now the camera has gone again. Where Ignore it, it's fine. We either have... Um, I, I, there's, I did multiple parts. I actually um, I realized I have quite a, a progression. So we start off with actual played performances of either keyboards or a drum set. Wow. <clears throat> um and 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 strings uh like orchestral strings a chamber chamber ensemble mm. then there is this, this is where you have to like ash where you have to listen for the performance because the sound does not change it's the same instrument both times uh -huh, okay 
but you have to listen for dynamic uh, dynamics and timing issues. Okay. So for those who are not com comfortable with all those words, is it loud and uh, is it sometimes louder and sometimes quieter because uh, I'm not a good piano player, or is it always steady loud at one point because the computer said so? And as well, does it stay on the beat or is it a bit rushed? Is it a bit like? behind the behind the beat i'm not going to give you a click track because that would make it a lot easier No, no, because then it's obvious <laughs> yeah, yeah um no it's not i'm such i'm good a piano player <laughs> no but, but, but you're right you, but like <laughs> no but you're, you're right like when you play even when i play live and stuff of course sometimes i'm a bit fast sometimes I'm a bit yeah. slow and sometimes within the same eight bars i could be a little bit fast and a little bit slow because yeah and that's what we call fucking robot kids. yeah right <laughs> All right, so we have um, we have a, um, a piano, a grand piano, then an electric piano, then there is a drum kit, which I played with the with the keyboard, um, different like cymbals and toms and you'll know when you hear. And then there is chamber strings. Then you have to switch a bit over. You have to listen for dynamics as well as um, you have to ig ignore the sound because we're doing MIDI bass versus actual plate bass, real bass uh -huh. guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they do have a different sound just because I do not own the original bass that has been used for no, the virtual instrument. I wish I had because that's a fucking expensive bass with great strings, but I do not have a ding wall. Um, so that we have a version with a picked bass, and then there is a version with the um, fingered bass. Mm. <laughs> I have to finger. <laughs> um, and I think fingered this this bass. might be the I think the bass one might be the easiest one. Okay, um, okay. but we'll 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 see. And finally, there will be guitars. Um, I have four, let's see, uh, one, two, three. I have three different tube screamers that you Holy will shit. compare with each other. So there's the real one that I own. It's a tube screamer mini. Then there is the one on the Helix, which is the 808 one. Uh, so that's a digital one coming through a pedal. So it has actual converters and stuff. And there is a tube screamer in the amp plugin that I'm usually using, which is the archetype mm, Nolly mm. one. It's a high-end plugin that has been used on, for example, Spirit Boxes album. So good stuff. And the last one, and this is going to be interesting as well, is a um, comparison of Big Muffs. Because ah, I know you, you like the, the Big one Muff. one I own. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we have, uh, again, the Helix one. There's a Big Muff on there. Then there's the actual Big Muff that is in my room. And then there's an old plugin by Waves uh, that is, I don't know how old, uh, at least 10, 15, 16 years. So, well, maybe not 15 years, by 10, 10 years, I think. So not the latest DSP stuff. So you could like argue that someone could be able to hear it's not superb sound quality. Mm. I couldn't, but... Maybe there are people who can. And then there's one. This, and I'm looking forward to this one. Uh, I, this How many was, have you got? I think it's eight or nine. Oh my good Jesus. And it's a cool one. I thought of that just on my way to, to buying breakfast. Um, because I use a down tuning pedal live so that I don't mm. have to carry multiple guitars. Yeah. So I played one riff in its original tuning. Then I tuned it down digitally and played it two frets up so that it's again on the original tuning. And you have to uh -huh, hear which uh -huh. one so I have to hear is, which one is what. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. 
and I had actually uh, because it does have a sound. Everybody, oh, digital so uh, so so crystal and very harsh. And no, 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 it actually made it a lot more duller. So I had to to add in frequencies again. So that mm. was uh, yeah, cool challenge to actually match the sounds. All right, so are you ready, Ashley? I am, and you're gonna have to refresh me of what I'm listening to as we go. Yes, but I'm I'm ready. Go on. Okay, so first up, we're having the the grand piano. Um, for those who are interested, this is the Ascend by Heaviosity. I love Heaviosity stuff. Very cool. So we have we're having one version where I'm playing it on a. Um, on a, on, a, on a piano with weighted keys so there should be lots of dynamics i try mm -hmm. to play as undynamic as possible but still there are and like i said i'm not a good piano player and the other version uh is quantized 100 on the beat and has no dynamics at all okay go on okay um we're starting with this one Mm -hmm. It's um, nice. That's a nice little riff. Well thank done. you. That from one of my old Road Not Taken songs called Hangman. <laughs> that's a nice little riff. And that's the second version. Your mic has suddenly gone incredibly loud. By has the way. it? Yeah. Like I was really be because loud. I was uh, always to the side looking. I think. Ah, uh, okay. But anyway. Oh, sorry. The uh, second version. Okay, I think the Which, second one is programmed and the first one is real. That's correct. Yeah, this is all it was. <laughs> like you could, you now the only reason I say that is because uh, you could hear some more dynamic than the other one, even though you tried to play as flat as possible. Mm. The other one just sounded a little too perfect. Like every note was precisely on the beat. And when I was keeping time, just tapping the desk, I was like, ah, there's one or two that, yeah, tiny bit off. Not enough that you're a bad musician, but you know, there's a tiny bit off. Yeah. This is actually, um, like that riff is so old and I've played it so many times that I got it down real quick, but I still had to actually push two notes to the front because they were so obvious next to the beat mm. that it would have, it would have given it away like even more. Uh, and, and still, um, I was actually quite satisfied with that recording, but yeah, it is it is not perfect, and there are small bits and pieces and dynamics that, yeah, but, are lacking. But as we said previously, in terms of sound, would you say one is demonstrably worse than the other? No, no, really, like <laughs> not at all, actually. And uh, the weird thing is that I've listened to so much pop music by now that I'm actually quite digging the quantized version and i was like oh yeah. geez get, get out of my friggin' head <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah okay so, go yeah. on then next up so Good. i'm not as stupid as i seem so far no 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 I, that's what i said i think you're going to do great um next up we're having uh, the electric piano 
So I tried to make it more of like held chords instead of like a, a straight mm -hmm. eighth thingy where you could keep the time. So let's go. We are going with this one first. First one okay. and the second one. First one, do the first one again. I think that's you. The first the one. First one? Mm. Yeah, correct again. Cool. <laughs> I could you could hear it just like again, one note was slightly off time. But that yeah. was that was all. That was the only thing I noticed. Again, sound-wise, the second one actually sounded cleaner, sound-wise, somehow. Yeah. I don't know why quite it didn't sound as fuzzy somehow. I don't know. There was something slightly different, but not enough that, again, as we were trying to prove with this segment, not enough that someone should be a snob and go, oh, well, I have to have yeah. this exact piano. Like, not enough to know any different, really. Okay, um, next up, uh, drum kit. So we have one version where I played the beat with my fingers on my MIDI keyboard, and then there's one where uh, I clicked every note with the mouse uh, on the grid and quantized it again to 100%. So let's go. First version. And second version. Oh, that's really difficult. They sound like, <laughs> honestly, identical. Like, really identical. One more time? No, no, you don't need to, but... but... I think the second one was you hitting a keyboard. Yeah, damn, you're good at this. <laughs> but, but I can't really say why. It's, I don't yeah, know, it's I just actually, had a feeling, but this, I don't know. I don't know why, really. Again, like if I'm looking at the, at the MIDI notes, it's, it's weird because my hi-hat is pretty off most of the time. Yeah, I was going to say, right, I was going to say something slightly off. Yeah, one. yeah, but, yeah. But I don't really know what, but something was off. Yeah, I don't know. But that was the only thing I could think of. And you can see the in the kick drum, there is actually dynamics. When the when the double kick comes, you can hear that as with most real drummers, when uh, like quick uh, kick drum kicks and, and quick succession are coming, they are not always <laughs> as loud uh, at the same at the same loudness. It's uh, mm, especially mm. the the first one mm, is mm, always going to it's the first one's going to be louder, surely. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's um, that's what makes it a human. <laughs> yeah. Well, three of three. Jesus, I've already. Yeah. I was like, if I get one, I'm I'm good. But yeah, you're you're good. Okay, this one's going to be fun. Uh, this is the chamber strings one. Okay. Um, and we're. Oh, by the way, that was um, 
the Get Good Drums One Kid Wonder Metal version, uh, which is super heavy. The snare is awesome. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, okay, now um, we are using Spitfire Chamber Strings. Super nice um, string library. Um, not as huge as like the very super orchestral big versions, so you can actually hear like the, the, the not every single string, but you can hear uh, the more strings you have in an orchestra, the more washy it gets. And you have that mm. very soft sound of the of the strings, but the less they are, the more squeaky, quote unquote, it sounds. That's why a single violin, when someone is just practicing it, uh, sounds a bit weird <laughs> yeah. at, at the beginning. Uh, okay, so this thing, this plugin, has actually something called the Ostinatum, um, which is what we, dumb as modern musician uh, mofos, would call a, a riff. An Ostinato is a riff, basically. Mm -hmm. And the cool thing is that you can type into the plugin itself, um, a set of notes that will be repeated. So you're only holding down a chord and the rhythm you programmed in will always be played at the perfect quantization. Uh -huh. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't actually have to program in whole sets of, of note repetitions or riffs or ostinatos, uh, if you will, but actually just a whole chord and the program will do the rest by itself. Hmm, okay. Like, Okay, so for this one, we are ha having actually one time where I just held down the keys and the program does everything by itself. Mm. And the other version is me actually playing the riff. Okay, okay, okay. Cool. Uh, let me see which one is which. Uh, okay, so first one. for flying Brussels Airlines. <laughs> we hope you had a pleasant flight today. And, <laughs> and the second one. I think the second one's you. Yeah, <laughs> that one was that one was easier, right? Yeah, that was pretty easy. That one. Yeah, edgy sounded different that time. Like just overall sound was different, and just um, I don't. I even think it was played differently slightly. Your no, one. it wasn't. It was that was it? actually yeah, yeah. But because of like I've played that as well with the weighted keys, so that was very mm -hmm. unusual for me to to actually play strings with uh, weighted keys. So yeah, I, yeah. And I I didn't like practice for weeks ahead, so I just did that this morning. Um, yeah. You can actually hear from time to time, especially on the uh, left side, that there are some violas are louder because my, my yes, yeah. pinky pinky finger had. I was more just going to say impact. you can hear that certain bits were louder on the yeah. second one. You could tell. I yeah, think. that one was quite easy actually. Yeah, but what we could do now, because uh, I actually like the um, the dynamics um, of that one, we could quantize that. Uh, we mark every single note and then... Not I've got to say, quantizing it. something sounds like something from Rick and Morty. It yeah, does. Uh, to, 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 to actually pull it on the grid to exactly where I want it. And you can do that uh, in percentage. Like 100% quantized is 
that every single hit is exactly on the beat, like a drum machine, basically. What is it they do in Rick and Morty? There's a word. It just means everything. Wubble wubble dub dub. No, no, no. There's a word they use, like splonge or something. And they go to a planet (laughs) and everything is like splonge or something, whatever the word is. But quantize, (laughs) it could be that word. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, You're (laughs) such a quantize, Chris. Like, can't you just quantize yourself more? Yeah. Like... So now I'm quantizing it to, let's say, 80%. Oh, stop quantizing. So let's hear, hear it again with 80% quantization. Sounds nice. Yeah, another quantization off again. Can you hear how that drags uh, all of a it sudden? It drags. It's all, it's a bit lurching. I even yeah, found yeah, my yeah. head like going like this. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, you can, like this is the cool thing. Like you can actually with the the percentage thing, you can actually like how much of a robot do I want the string players to be? Mm-hmm. So as with most most things, it's something in the middle is always the, like it doesn't it, it shouldn't sound so bad that everybody knows you're not a good as good as a keyboard player, um, but it shouldn't sound too electronic and robotic, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, next up, we have the bass guitars. Oh, okay. I'm gonna suck at this, but go on. Uh, um, once again, we have a sampled bass that plays a riff, and then I'm playing the same uh, riff again, or vice versa. And as I previously mentioned, they will not have the same sound because I do not own the original instruments and effects chains and preamps and yeah, whatever. But I don't know what either sounds like, so it's not right. going to matter to me. Okay, so here's the first one. And the second one. And then the first one's you. Right again. You got all of them right. I know. I don't know how, really. Actually, I I can. I could hear a bit like scrape at one point, I think. That was a bit like, oh, that would be quite a nice dynamic to put Mm -hmm. in. But, But I doubt that if you're programming that, that would be possible. I guess. Okay, sh- not- should I should I show you something? <laughs> Go on. Go on. Uh the program I'm using for this is called Ginbase. And they actually have apart from all the notes you can play. They have string noises added that you can Wow. Okay. Hang on, I need to turn that up to so that you can actually hear it. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, that's really cool. And it's like almost three octaves just of string noise that you can add in. So they could have completely confused me if you you wanted to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so I know you mean the sound was different, but the first one did feel more natural playing. I must be less perfect in uh, less timing. And then again, I could hear these like little scrapes here and there. And I was like, the first one I preferred, I've got to say. Thank you. (laughs) Second one, I, I did, really. Okay, so the next one. This is this is easy. Uh, I th- I don't think even that's um, 
This is the uh, the fingered bass one. Go for it. Uh, let's start with this one. And the second one. Oh, actually, that's not as easy as you think. Like, I, I think first is programmed. <laughs> Correct again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's that, also just got a thinner sound to it. Yeah, I've tried to use the uh, like the DI uh, DI tracks on both, um, but still, like like I said, it, I don't know which instruments they were using, which signal chain and whatnot. So, and here's the thing, right? Because we're like, uh, yeah, this is easier to hear, and uh, we are listening to this like in isolation. So yeah, yeah, a, totally. In a mix, in this would be a whole different game. I was going to say that any of the stuff you've played so far, if you put them into identical songs with similar mixes, you wouldn't notice any difference. Not yeah. at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that is what people like should uh, get from this. Uh, yeah, in isolation, everything, of, of course, you can listen to it in detail, hours and hours on end, but in a mix, it's so... I think it's impossible. Like I even think, I even think in isolation, most people, and this isn't to say most people are idiots, that's not how I mean it, but most people wouldn't notice anyway because we're experienced with music we've heard a lot of it we've played a lot of it we know what things sound like and what things don't yeah yeah, yeah. i think generally most people aren't going to care anyway even in isolation i don't think they'd be able to tell much of a difference yeah and not yeah. that it matters like you said because what really matters is how it sounds in a mix right if the end product is great then it's great yeah Okay, so now we're at guitars. Which one would you like oh. to do first? Uh, Let's do the muff first. Let's the do muff, muff first? Okay, I think those three are so different that I think it's not even... A, the question isn't which one is which, but which one do you like best? Okay, okay. And I, right. uh, I, 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 like I had the same settings on each pedal or version of it. So, so we're comparing here a pedal... The actual Big Muff pedal, the, uh, the Muff Helix pedal. version, and a plugin from ten years or so ago. Okay, wow, cool. All right, and right. and I um, because you can never actually play the same thing twice. I went the extra mile and recorded a riff through a looper so that every time the uh -huh. same dynamics have been applied. And uh, wow. I will show you the riff um, clean first, so that you have a point of reference. Yeah, yeah. Because the muff is going to mess it up. Anyone who yeah. doesn't know a big muff pedal, I love a big muff pedal, but I think any guitarist who uses one will tell you, use sparingly. It is <laughs> not one to play like an entire song with. Really, yeah. like, No, no, use sparingly. It's a rather... It's like being punched in the face. Yep. Even on low yep. settings, it's pretty aggressive. <laughs> okay, so here's the clean riff. Uh, clean as in there is a bit of dirt on the amp but uh, and we're using uh, not a real amp we're using again the archetype nolly um here it is oh, nothing okay. special just no like uh, an indie-ish rock kind of yeah, yeah exactly okay uh so first big muff The thing is, even if it's a plug-in that's 10 years old, it won't much matter because the Big Muff sounds like it's about 100 years old anyway. <laughs> like it's got such a weird sound to it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, next one. 
Oh, that's much cleaner. Whatever that is. But okay. and the last one. All right. I prefer the sound of the last one. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I had to pick one, I actually prefer that one. Yeah, yeah, me um, too. It's just got. It's not so sludgy. The big muff is always very sludgy, but. That, that one's not... You can also hear a bit of like high tones in there a little bit to balance it out. It's not so bassy, sludgy, horrible grossness. Uh, you could actually use that as a rhythm guitar, even though I said don't and use it sparingly, but you could. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that that could work on that level. I would say the I would say it goes... Oh, I'm going to be really wrong. I reckon plug-in Helix Muff. Dude, 100%. <laughs> no way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang, uh, that was good. Uh, yeah, that was the um, the fuzz pedal from uh, Waves, uh, Waves Guitar, G- GTR. And um, it just says fuzz, but when you look at the actual graphics um, of the plugin, you see, yeah, that's a, that's a big one. <laughs> Um, yeah, then the, the version on the Helix, um, is called the triangle fuzz. I, um, w- made, made sure again and looked up the line six forums and yeah, that's that. And yeah, the third one, we both like best. That's the original Big Muff in the, in the and, big case. And the, the only, only reason I thought that was the real one is because one, mine never sounds that clean. I don't know. Well, you must have this on very low settings. Uh, I can on, tell you, it's um, 50 on level, 50 yeah, on yeah. sustain, and uh, yeah. 75 on tone. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, I have my tone rolled off down to like 30. Like, I'm really low. I like this like horrible sludgy, like I'm talking to my hand. Yeah. <laughs> so I love that. But um, And then sustain I have on like 75 to really mm-hmm. just go wild. But um, but the only, and I have the one with the wicker as well, which does help a little bit with tone. If you turn that off, it's a mess. It's um, a white green one, right? It is. It's lovely. It, yeah, it's yeah. my favorite pedal for sure. Um, even though I don't use it as much as I should. Um, the only reason I could tell the third one is because, as I said, the big muff sometimes has this wonderful ability where when you're playing a note, you almost get the like octave harmonic of it. And I fucking love it. I don't yeah. know how it quite does it. I don't know any other pedal that does it quite as well. I've only ever played a handful of fuzz pedals, so to be fair, but still. And you could hear it in the third one. You can almost hear this slight overtone note that's like an octave above all the time. Yeah. It, it just sounds really full. I love it. I do love the last one. But the first one I didn't like very much. Kind of just sounded like a, a cheap fuzz pedal. And I was like, man. All right. I didn't really like it actually, but but it was fine. But the second and third one, I really just took a shot in the dark. It right. was so so like I don't know if you if you played the second one and said to someone, "Oh, that's a big muff pedal," they have yeah. no reason to go. No, it isn't. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, they wouldn't at all. And again, in a mix, you're not going to notice much difference. No, I don't think. and even like. In isolation, I didn't spend like hours to try to get them to sound the same because different potentiometers and whatever react different ways and the components and whatnot. Uh, so maybe we could actually to get them to sound more even or similar. But to me, that wasn't like really the point. Uh, no. Just take the same settings and see where it goes, right? All right. Uh, Tube Screamer. Now I'm looking forward Is to this Is this the last one? one? 
Uh, no, the, then there's uh, also the one with the pitch shifting. Would you like to do Fair that on. first? We do Would either or. Either or first. But no, you choose. I, I've, no, no, no. Do, do tube screaming first, then pitch okay, shifting. Okay. Then I'm going to go to bed. Oh, right. Uh, let's rinse your ears and listen to the clean uh, one again for a second. Okay, should do it. Yeah. Uh, now we have, again, we have the Tube Screamer Mini, the actual pedal. Then we have the Helix version, which is just called, I think, 808 or something like that. And then we got the, uh, just called Overdrive within the Nolly plugin, and it has the green uh, graphics and, yeah, like, it looks like a fucking Tube Screamer. Okay, uh, let's go with this one first. Whoops, <laughs> that was when the looper went off again. Uh, second one. And third one. That's hard, oh, right? I, I don't know. <laughs> and this is kind of the point, again, of this feature. All of them sound really similar, actually. Yeah. I was like, doing the recording process. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> slightly more trebly, the last one, and like a bit more... Yeah, it's a, like the third one, it does sound a bit different, right? But yeah, just a, like a tiny... Uh, and when it gets to that last one, the dunk, dunk, da 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 dunk, it sounds a bit more attacky somehow at the end. I don't mm. know why, but okay, third plug in, first helix, second reel. Uh, I don't know. First so plug in, I would say helix, reel, plug in, in that order. Okay, uh, that was actually all Which of was wrong. wrong. Oh, see, there we go. There we go. <laughs> Finally, we got one wrong. Uh, we have the real one first, then the plug-in second, and then the Helix third. The Helix is last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one I didn't like at all, actually. Yeah. I th I'm actually pretty torn. I think I might like the plug-in better than the actual one. I, I was going to say, I think the plug-in's better. Yeah. <laughs> and that's with everything uh, dialed to, to 12 o'clock, like 50%. The third one, I really... It was a bit thin somehow. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't really like it that much. Wow. Okay. Then the plugin is the one I like the most. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. Uh, last challenge. Um, so again, I've played a riff. Is it the same riff? Oh, this is the pitch shifter, no. right? It's, it's, an, it's another riff. Um, yeah. I've played it in its real tuning, uh, standard tuning and everything. Played the riff. Then I used a pitch shifter pitched it two steps down so a whole uh, two half steps so a whole step down and played it two frets up so that i arrive at the same pitch again mm, mm, mm. all right so here's the first one pretty standard chord progression yeah and the second one Oh, that's really hard. Yeah. And even if you, like, guess it correctly, that, like, that's already the point being made, right? I think the second one you've played higher and it's been lowered. Yeah, that's correct. Nice. But all I could tell was, and, and I don't even know if I could tell, it might just be partly luck. I think the low E and probably the low A string 
rung out just a little sort of... I know you could hear it a bit slacker somehow in the string mm-hmm. on the first one. I don't know how, but you yeah. just could somehow. Yeah, because it rumbled an op- a bit more. That's right, because an open string, like no, it, it, it doesn't have the same tone as a fretted string. No. So, so totally, totally right. But again, really indistinguishable if right. you put it in a song. Yeah. Like, and that's why I've been using this pedal live for five six seven years now because i don't i don't need another guitar i just tune it down and that's it (laughs) i hope this has proven that you don't need to buy some ridiculous expensive pedal chain of things that hendrix used and then jimmy page used this one to get this sound this crap when actually you could probably find a decent plug-in somewhere that gives you a half decent replica of it or you can buy a sort of all-in-one multi-effects pedal board that does the same thing. So you don't need to go crazy. And ultimately, if it sounds good to you, no one fucking cares. Like, yeah. really. Thank you for that. That was genuinely challenging. And I actually felt stressed. Yeah, well, you do say like I was sitting here like, oh my God, like my credibility is going to go to shit. <laughs> credibility I have. But and now you, you, you're like the best. You can, you can jerk off to yourself because you're so good. I mean, I do. Anyway, that's, <laughs> that's a, just a regular old Wednesday. That's a, how I get to sleep at night. So, <laughs> talking of which, I've got to go to bed in a minute. Look, <laughs> um, I'm jerk it out. Nice. The Caesars. That's a great song, actually. Um, <laughs> I should fuck to that. What's going on the Desert Island playlist? <laughs> fuck it. The Caesars, jerk it out, is going on the Desert Island playlist. I, I loved that song. It's not a particularly good song, but that sound effect they have in the beginning, like this really 60s surfery guitar, mm. is really cool. And I think it is a guitar. I don't think it's a synth. Um, maybe I'm wrong. I'll check later. But I'm pretty sure it is a guitar. Um, and just the way it's manipulated to sound like some 60s surfer rock is really great. And I used to remember playing that uh, song really loud when I was playing SSX3 on the yeah. PlayStation 2. And you could like land a jump at the like perfect timing in relation to the song. It's nice. Beautiful. I'm putting the Caesars jerk it out. I need some happy stuff if I'm stuck on a desert island. So That's good. Okay, I'm going to go with uh, Jessica Kills from Sum 41 to have oh, some we go. heavy sad stuff. <laughs> so we're going to go complete opposite. I'm on one end of the island jerking off yeah. and having a nice time. And you're on the other end, like, trying to find ways to commit suicide. Yeah, cutting my fucking self. <laughs> what, wonderful. What a, what a wonderful holiday <laughs> this sounds like. Yeah. What did you do? Well, I came on myself, and uh, Chris cut himself. Yeah. So we both did things to our bodies. I died like a fucking man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was that episode, and it ended really kind Weird. of... Weird. <laughs> Started weird, it ended weird. So we came full circle. Oh, we came. We came full <laughs> circle. Wow. Well, it was, was a circle this, uh, jerk. There was this. Oh, you're getting good at this. Now. My camera already shuts off because it thinks I'm stupid as well. It's had enough now. You're rubbing it the wrong way. Um, <laughs> Chris, thank you for this. Super yeah, thank good. you. And we meet in person next time. Well, by the time this episode's out, we will have met. But yeah. Um, it's gonna be fun, Hell and on yeah, the next, dude. on the next episode, it's gonna be us just chatting, and you're gonna do the replication of guitar sounds. Yes, I will. So that's gonna be cool. 
Also, we're thinking of having themed months soon. Yeah. But we need to talk about that a bit more. But yeah, yeah, yeah. stay tuned for that one. That could be cool if we have like a metal month or, or uh, I don't know, pop month, rock month, rap month, whatever, where we, all <laughs> we do is talk about that style of music and get guests on who fit that style. So, yeah, that's hmm, cool. We'll talk about that. Maybe we don't do it every month, but every so often kind of thing. Hmm. Yeah. Digging it. Cool. Thanks, man. It's fun as always. Thank you. Yeah, it is. Should we stop the recording? Yes. Cool.